You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. Are you ready to change your life in the next 30 minutes? It's time for Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. Get your notebooks ready. He's about to go in. Five, four, three, two, one. Coach Mark, let's go. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. This is Coach Mark, and you're listening to Power and a Half Hour. In the next 30 minutes, we're going to learn the tips, tricks, and techniques of the rich and the super successful. So the quote that we're going to start today's show with is, impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in the world they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. Impossible is not a fact. It's an opinion. Impossible is not a declaration. It's a dare. Impossible is potential. Impossible is temporary. Impossible is nothing. And that's from the greatest, the champ, Muhammad Ali. The title of today's show is No Guts, No Glory. All right? No Guts, No Glory. I love that title. No Guts, No Glory. I want to thank all of you for listening. I want to remind you, if you ever want to go back and re-listen to any of the old shows, you can go to my website, www.powerhh.com. If we're not friends on Facebook, my name on Facebook is Mark Starr, M-A-R-K-S-T-A-R-R. All right. And my name on Instagram and Twitter is at Coach Mark Speaks. That's at Coach Mark Speaks. All right. And if you have not had an opportunity to download my book, you can get it for absolutely free at www.repeataftermecom All right. We got a great show today. Let's go ahead and get started. Profile number one, Hillary DV. Now, Hillary is an English entrepreneur and television personality in the United Kingdom. Now, as a child, Hillary had a great life up until her father, who owned a central heating company, filed for bankruptcy. Now, in a matter of days, her life got turned upside down. All her family furniture and household goods were taken away, and her father became a pub landlord to be able to provide for their family. Now, Hillary would help her father in his pub every afternoon after school finish. Hillary would end up leaving school at the age of 16 when she would take on a range of different jobs. Now, at the age of 20, without any formal training, she joined a packaged delivery firm as a sales clerk. Now, Hillary would go on to work with several different companies in the logistics industry. Now, during her time working with these different companies, she gained a wealth of experience in logistics. While working on one of her jobs, she overheard one of the drivers complained that he would have to wait until the morning to fill his truck with enough cargo to justify driving to his destination. Hmm. Now, this inspired her to start the freight distributing company, Paulex, in 1996, which got drivers to pull their freight, making distribution quicker and easier. She saw a need. She heard a complaint, right? Now, instead of sitting there and complaining with the driver as well, she said, hmm, how can I solve this problem? So she went and started her own business. Now, Hillary would quit her job and then put a business plan together to get funding for her business. Remember now, this girl dropped out of high school. All right, she dropped out of high school, worked a bunch of jobs until she was about 20 years old, right? Then she was working a job at a logistics company as a salesperson, heard somebody complaining, and then said, hmm, what can I do to solve this problem? 
Now, when she went to the bank for a loan, the bank manager patted her on the head and said she had no chance. What kind of disrespect is that? This man just patted this lady on her head and said, you know what? You have no chance. He said one in every three businesses fail and she should just go home and look after her child and be nothing more than just a salesperson. Now, when the bank turned her down, she decided to sell her house, her car and everything that she owned to raise the money to get her business going. Now, this is a risk taker right here. 20 years later, Hillary was a very successful business. She owns a very successful business that has annual revenues of over 100 million pounds a year, which is the equivalent of about $145 million a year. Hillary herself has a net worth of over 75 million pounds or 108 million U.S. dollars. This is the same young lady that dropped out of school at 16 that was working as in the sales department in a logistics company that went to the bank to get a loan and they patted her on the head and told her, go, shoo, run, go home and take care of your child. And went and sold all of her belongings because she believed in her dream. Now, Hillary has also been featured in several television programs, including Secret Millionaire, the business inspector, the intern, and Dragon's Den, which is the UK's version of Shark Tank. Now, when asked what advice would she give to entrepreneurs pitching to someone for an investment in their idea, Hillary said to keep it simple. Be concise and explain your concept clearly and effectively. She says that the thing you need to focus on and be completely transparent about is the return it will provide and the length of time it will take to return the investment to the investor with profits. Let me repeat that. Everybody always wants to go to people and ask them for money. This is what people want to hear, right? This lady, she's on the UK version of Shark Tank. So she knows what investors want to hear. They want to know the return that it will provide, the length of time it will take to, re- um, to get the return back, and how much profits can they expect. So before you go pitching your idea to anybody, make sure you have these questions um, already answered. Now, when asked what makes a good idea, Hillary says, you've got to look at the competition. You have to ask yourself, can you genuinely beat it in terms of quantity, execution, and price? Now, if you believe so, then it's probably a good idea. Now, you just have to go out there and show it to the world. Then Hillary was also asked, what is the most important quality that she looks for in a business partner or in an employee in which she said, I look for people who are selfless and have tenacity, focus, energy, motivation, and determination. Let me repeat that because these are really extremely important qualities. She says she looks for people who are selfless, who have tenacity, focus, energy, motivation, and determination. Someone whose career is the most important facet of their life at the particular time. Someone who can challenge and debate, but also, but also accept when they're wrong. Hillary says that people's biggest strengths emerge when they are in a low moment. 
The best people are those who know if they do make a mistake, they can ensure they won't make it again. She says that we all need to go through learning curves to enhance our knowledge, and they are a common part of life and business. But she says, give me someone who can hold their hands up and say, I messed up, and I ensure it won't happen again over someone who passes passes the blame any day. Profile number two, Patricia Narayan. Now, Patricia left college early to marry the man of her dreams. She believed that this marriage was going to have a fairy tale ending, but her life was anything but a fairy tale as she soon found out that her husband was an alcoholic and a drug addict. Now, on top of his addictions, Patricia's husband was abusive and he would beat her every single day. Now, she was left with two choices, either to die with two small kids or fight her own battle as her husband as her own father refused to help her in any way. Now, Patricia started making pickles, jams, and squashes at her home. Her endeavor was successful, and she soon found herself to be economically independent. She didn't stay around. She didn't wait for this man to kill her. She said, you know what? I got to go out there and make a way for myself and my two kids. Now, her first step to becoming an entrepreneur was when she decided to sell bhajis, which is a popular street food in India, cutlets, samosas, another popular street food, fresh juice, coffee, and tea at Marina Beach. Now, on her first day, she only managed to sell one cup of coffee for 50 Pisces, which is the equivalent of one cent. That's all this lady made on her first day, one penny. She probably could have walked around and found a penny on the floor. Now, Patricia would become very discouraged and was on the verge of giving up when her mother persuaded her to continue. Now, in the period from 1982 to 2003, Patricia's earnings went from 50 pesa, which is one cent, to 25,000 rupees a day, which is close to 400 U.S. dollars. Now, after moving her location, she increased her earnings to almost 1,500 U.S. dollars a day. And this is over the course of 30 years. That this just didn't happen overnight. Sometimes success doesn't happen overnight. A lot of people, they start at something, right? After two weeks, they, they haven't become a millionaire, so they're ready to quit. No, it doesn't happen like that. It took this lady almost 30 years to go from making a penny a day to making almost four or 500 US dollars a day. Now, in 2004, when she was on the verge of starting her own restaurant and building her brand name, she once again experienced tragedy in her life. Her daughter and son-in-law passed away in a car accident. Now, this was a huge setback for her, but fortunately, her son took over her business and ran the business until Patricia was able to return to work. Now, Patricia would go on to start an ambulance service offering services to victims of accidents as the same way her daughter passed away. Now, over the last 30 years, Patricia's had quite a few harsh circumstances in her life that has led her onto the path of entrepreneurship. Now, when she first began, she was earning the equivalent of one cent per day to now she's earning over a million dollars a year. Now, her business has over 200 employees. And in 2010, the Federation of Indian Chamber of Commerce and industry rewarded her with the FICCI Woman Entrepreneur of the Year Award. Now, Patricia shares with us some important life lessons she's learned along the way. Number one, 
Success isn't a status or possession that stays with you for a lifetime. It is rather a constant journey where you have to maintain your consistency by putting your strength, potential, determination, and dedication in the service of your vision, irrespective of odd and hostile circumstances, time and hurdles, which you call struggle. Struggle makes us mature to retain the success for a long time. We need to struggle sometimes. Number two. Pain is an inevitable part of life, and it must not stop us from moving forward as moving is life and still is dead. And number three, to be a successful entrepreneur, you don't have to be highly educated as a, de- as a degree doesn't always ensure success. All you need is genuine desire to trust your vision, to accomplish your dream anyway and anyhow, determination to create opportunity out of adversity, and honesty towards consistency on the rough way of destiny, and patience to reach it and taste it. Now, a few days ago, Muhammad Ali passed away. Muhammad Ali is one of the most well-known sports figures around the world and as well one of the greatest boxers of all time. Now, having been the only boxer to have won the World Heavyweight Championship three separate times, once in 1964, again in 1974, and in 1978, there are many lessons that we can learn from this great champion. Number one, Ali said, I run on the road long before I dance under the lights. I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. And that's exactly what he did. He had to sacrifice and suffer and train to be the greatest. People always say, you know what? That person was just born that way. No, they weren't. Nobody was born a champion like that. Right? He didn't come out of his mother's stomach and, 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 and was a world boxing champion. No, he worked at it. He worked hard at it. We see people like Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and say, you know what? Those guys were just born with all those talents and skills. Absolutely not. Now, some of them, some guys like basketball players, yes, they were born tall, right? But they had to work at it. Those guys that are great, they worked at it. They worked harder than anybody else. But they put that work in. They put that sacrifice in. And look at Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. They get to live the rest of their lives as champions. Number two, it's lack of faith that makes people afraid of meeting challenges. And I believed in myself. Now, you can't be successful if you don't have self-belief or you have a lack of faith. If you don't believe in yourself, you won't do what's necessary to achieve success. Number three, it's the repetition of affirmations that leads to belief. And once that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen. Now, Ali was using affirmations before most people even knew what affirmations were. Ali would constantly tell himself and the world that he was the greatest way before he became the champion. Ali believed in the power of spoken words. He said, you know what? I'm going to speak it into existence. 
right? I'm sure when he was going around saying that he was the champion and he was the greatest, people were laughing at him. But who had the last laugh? Number four, it isn't the mountains ahead to climb that wears you out. It's the pebble in your shoe. Now, essentially, Ollie was saying that most times it's not the big things that prevent us from accomplishing our goals. It's the little things that we tend to overlook. These small things can take the form of small bad habits, seeds of unforgiveness, lack of discipline, secret fears, or even devious doubts. Number five, a man who views the world the same at 50 as he did at 20 has wasted 30 years of his life. Now, most people get older but never grow. Some people take pride in the fact that after many years, they are still the same person. But instead of taking pride in that, they should actually be ashamed of that. If life goes by and some of your perspectives and views don't change, that means you've allowed life to pass you by without you learning anything. We need to always be growing. We need to always be learning. And because of that, our perspective is going to change. If you're the same person that you are today that you were 10 years ago, something is wrong. That means you haven't grown. That means you haven't learned anything. Number six, champions aren't made in gyms. Champions are made from something they have deep inside them, a desire, a dream, a vision. They have to have the skill and the will, but the will must be stronger. Now, having a strong will comes from having a strong level of belief. Ali believed that having the will is more important than the skill. Now, without that strong desire, you won't be able to stay with whatever you're trying to achieve long enough for success. Number seven, he was not courageous enough to take risks, will accomplish nothing in life. Now, I believe that this quote is self-explanatory. Taking risks is essential to success. Absolutely no one, and I mean no one, has ever achieved a high level of success without taking some level of risk. Now, let's now look at some of the benefits of taking risks. Number one, great otherwise unforeseen opportunities come from taking risk. Now, many people view risk-taking negatively, looking at it as dangerous. Even though some risks don't pay off, we have to remember that some risks do pay off. We have to look at risk as an opportunity to succeed instead of a path to failure. Now, look at the first person that we profiled tonight. If she didn't take the risk and sell her house and sell her car, she wouldn't be worth over $100 million U.S. million right now. She had to take a risk. In life, sometimes you have to take a risk. Number two, taking risks shows confidence and helps you to stand out. Now, taking risks is a great opportunity to stand out and to present yourself as a leader and not a follower satisfied with just being average. We know about average. We just talked about being average. We want no parts of average. Leave that for everybody else. We want to be beyond average. Average people don't take risk. Champions take risk. Number four. No, number three. We learn from risk, and those lessons may lead us on an important new path. 
Now, risk-taking provides us an opportunity for internal growth. Number four, taking risks empowers you to break through self-imposed limits. Now, the reason why we look at risk as risky is because at some point we told ourselves that we couldn't do what it is that we are trying to do. That's the only reason why we look at it as risky. So when we take risks, we are moving beyond the comfort zone and working on doing something we thought that we couldn't do. The only reason why it's it's risky is because at some point in time, we told ourselves that we can't do it. And then when we show ourselves that we could do it, it's not really a risk anymore. Number five. Your self-confidence grows. This kind of goes in with what I was just talking about in number four. As you accomplish more and more goals that you previously thought that you couldn't, you build more and more belief in yourself and your confidence shoots up. Number six, you don't achieve your dreams by playing it safe. Remember, playing it safe is for average people. We are not average If you never take risks outside of your comfort zone, you will never get more than what you already have. To get more and become more in life, you have to do more. That includes doing things that you previously thought that you couldn't do, a.k.a. taking risk. Now, let's now look at some tips for taking risks. Number one, don't think too much before taking a risk. Now, the easiest way to get into a cold swim pool is what? To jump right in same thing can be said for taking risks hesitating will only psych you out now i know you guys have been at the pool sometimes and then you put your toe in he said oh it's cold i can't do it oh it's cold you put your foot in you're like ah, and you take a long time and it hurts more sometimes you just got to jump right in you just got to jump right in and after a while yeah it's cold in the beginning But then after a while, your body adjusts to it. Same thing with taking risk. Number two, when you jump, jump big. Don't hold back. Fully commit yourself. You can't halfway jump. If you're going to jump, jump. If you're not going to jump, then don't jump. But you can't halfway jump. I always say you got to commit to one side. You got to commit to either the left or the right side. Because if you try to walk in the middle of the street, what happens? You get run over. Number three, if you don't ask, you won't get. Come right, on, come right out and ask for what you want. People will appreciate you being straight up with them. Don't beat around the bush. People know when you're trying to beat around the bush. Just ask for it. They can either say yes or no. That's it. Number four, embrace failure and rejection. Think of failure as an opportunity to learn. If things don't work out, figure out why. Then make some changes, and then you try again. That's it. Number five, practice taking risk. The more you practice, the easier it gets. Start setting up just all kinds of different. Just start walking up to people. If, if one of the things that, that has you afraid is just talking to strangers, just practice doing it. Just go up to somebody and ask them a question in the grocery store at the gas station. Just start taking risk. Because the more you do it, the easier it gets. Number six, ask yourself, what do you really have to lose? Now, most of the time, it's more about ego and our pride and less about any real loss, right? What we consider, what we think is risk really isn't any risk. 
It's just our pride and our ego. And when we can get past that, then we can do more things. We can accomplish more things. Number seven, go first. Have the courage to do something first before waiting to see if others are willing. People that sit around and wait for everyone else to do it, those are the average people. Remember I said we are not the average. So have the strength and the courage to go first. Number eight, take responsible risks. Never risk your physical safety or the safety of others. Always pursue healthy goals. Well, that's all that we have for today's show. want to remind you, you can go back and re-listen to any of the old shows at www.powerhh.com. Now, I know you have three friends that should have heard what we talked about today. Make sure you share this with them. Tell them about this show. Tell them to either listen to it on the radio station that you're listening to it on or have them go to my website, www.powerhh.com. We want friends that are going to become successful, that are working and striving to become successful. Not friends that aren't trying to do anything. We don't need those type of people in our lives, right? Right. Anyway, share this with three of your friends, all right? And the quote that I'm going to end today's show with is, don't be afraid to take an unfamiliar path. Sometimes they're the ones that take you to the best places. Thank you much, and until next show. Thanks for listening to Power in a Half Hour with Coach Mark. To listen or re-listen, go to powerinahalfhour.com. Follow Coach Mark on Instagram and Twitter at Coach Mark Speaks. Find Coach Mark on Facebook by searching for Mark Star. Like our Facebook fan page, Power in a Half Hour, and join our Power in a Half Hour Facebook group. See you next week. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network.